0: Hey there, Mama, and welcome back to the Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm podcast episode 32. I'm Emily McDermott, and I am here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. I hope you enjoyed last week's conversation with Daniel Bettman. It is critical that we recognize the lies we are telling ourselves as parents that keep us stuck in unhealthy patterns of stress and overwhelm, which affects how we show up as moms. Focusing on our core needs is paramount to giving our children our best, and decluttering allows us to make the space to focus on foundational self-care, which impacts everything else. Today, I'm sharing seven lies you are telling yourself about your stuff that is causing you to hold on to what you don't need and what isn't serving you in the life you want to create. Because we believe these lies, our clutter is literally blocking our path if we can dig into our beliefs around stuff we can recognize the truth and find freedom in letting go this episode is my favorite kind practical and tactical so what do you say grab that notebook and pen and let's dive into today's episode hey there mama are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home calendar and mind do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head want to declutter but don't know where to start you're in the right place Welcome to Moms Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. I struggled to get pregnant and felt overwhelmed until I discovered decluttering could create the physical and emotional space I needed to become a mom. Now two kids later, I've transformed my life in motherhood by developing simple systems around decluttering capsule wardrobes, kid stuff, cleaning and tidying, meal planning, time management, and more, and I can't wait to share them with you. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. As we are going through these seven lies that you are telling yourself about your stuff, you will likely recognize some of the mindset blocks that are keeping you stuck. If you want help working through them, I have three options for you. I have a free workbook called Five Mindset Shifts to Help You Let Go of Clutter that I've linked in the show notes, which will get into several of the mindset blocks we will talk about today. The second option is to join the free Facebook group at tinyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm and talk about what you were struggling with specifically. You can get guidance from me or from the other amazing moms in the group. Finally, I now offer virtual decluttering systems coaching. If you want an hour of dedicated time for me to dig into what is holding you back, And two weeks of personalized follow-up support with a plan to get you moving and grooving, as I like to say. Then go to simplebyemmy.com forward slash coaching for more information. All the links are in the show notes for you. Okay, Mama, now we are going to jump into these seven lies. Lie number one is, I will use this someday. Ah, yes, the someday that never comes. This goes back to episode 10, all about aspirational clutter. If we are holding on to clothing, books, crafting or hobby equipment, kitchen gadgets, or anything else representing what we could wear or could do if we just lost the weight or had more time, then we are holding on to things that are making us feel bad about where we are now in this season, just as we are. To combat this lie, we need to set a deadline for using that item and perhaps even box it up for that number of days. If we don't use it in 30, 60, or even 90 days, chances are we don't need it and can bless someone else. Lie number two is related in that it also deals with aspiration, but also the fear of being wasteful. The lie is, I will repair this someday. I probably sound like a grandma when I say this, but they don't make them like they used to. You buy a t-shirt from Target and it falls apart in months tech gadgets, electronics, and even some appliances have something called planned obsolescence, which means that they are designed to become obsolete in a short amount of time. This happens a lot with software, security patches, or operating systems on our phones, computers, and so forth. We are told by ads to upgrade, and we are also encouraged by things breaking or just not working. If something breaks, we may hold on to it because we know it will be expensive to repair, and we think we'll take the time to repair it. But it goes back to our aspirational selves the selves that have the time to look into how to fix something. Also, we don't want to feel wasteful throwing things away that could be fixed. To overcome this mindset block, we can start by buying higher quality items where we can. But also recognize our limitations with repairing things and know that it's not helping anyone having this extra stuff in our home. Sometimes we have to accept that something will end up in a landfill and try to make better purchasing choices down the road. Lie number three is a biggie I may need this someday. This is why we hold on to things, quote, just in case which have been called the three most dangerous words in the English language by the minimalists. We spoke about this at length in episode 15. This comes back to scarcity mindset. We're worried we won't have the things we need when we need them. And this also goes for our kids and their stuff. My son may ask about this random craft he made at camp someday. He may realize that I donated that toy he never played with. I may need that extra vase in case my husband buys me two bouquets of flowers on the same day. These are all coming from a fear of not having enough, of not being prepared for a potential situation that will likely never happen. If you focus on what you have, feel grateful for it, and also recognize where you could bless someone else with the excess that you have, it helps you to break through this just-in-case scarcity mindset. Moving right along to line number four. I need this item to preserve the memory. This has to do with sentimental items, which we spoke about at length in episode 11. The longer we own something, the more memories are attached to it. But our memories are not in our stuff. They are in the stories that we share with the people that we love. If you give away a baby blanket, your grandmother made, you are not tarnishing the memories that you have of her giving it to you when your child was born. We can take a photo of the item, tell the story around it. And if it is truly important to us, hold on to the best of the best, and even use that item in a creative way. Lie number five holds me back more than I'd like to admit. This thing is worth fill in the dollar amount. We spoke in episode four and episode nine about the endowment effect that we give things more value simply because we own them. So when we recognize that we aren't using something anymore and want to sell it, we become indignant when people aren't paying what we think the item should be worth. I think I've told the story of the three-foot Batman cave that retailed at $100. I figured I could get at least $50 for it on Facebook Marketplace, but it turns out that this heap of plastic was not worth what I thought it was. But selling it for $20 was far better than having it take up a ton of space in our basement. We don't like to be wasteful or regret our purchasing decisions, but we always have to remember that once we've paid for something with our money, we don't have to keep paying for it with our time and energy to store and maintain it. Let it go and learn to be more intentional with your purchases going forward. Okay, mama, I'm sure you can guess what I think about lie number six. I just need to get more bins, containers, or organizational tools so I can get my stuff organized. Newsflash! You don't need more bins. You need less stuff. Decluttering is always the first step before we step foot in the container store. Remember episode six, when we spoke about artificial boundaries in the container concept, we can use some of the natural storage spaces in our homes, such as a bookshelf, for example, to decide how much we keep from a certain category. We can look at what we need, use, and love first, and that's what we keep. Only if there is space within that designated boundary do we even look at the maybes. The other way we make decisions about what we keep before we organize anything is looking at our capacity to manage it. Remember episode 30? Before you go out and buy an organizational bin or container system, understand whether you have the capacity to manage the things that you plan to put into them. If you are overwhelmed and stretched thin, your first priority needs to be getting rid of the excess until you have what you can actually manage without burning out. Wow, we've covered a lot of ground today. Here's the last lie you were telling yourself, one that I can personally help you overcome. It is, decluttering this will take too much time. We look at our homes and it seems like we won't ever make a dent, so we don't even try but I promise you, you can declutter in short spurts of time and make a real difference in your home. Next week, we are going to start a new 15-minute-a-day decluttering challenge in my free Facebook group. Join us, and I will prove to you that you can declutter in less time than you think. So to recap, your lies are keeping you stuck in a house full of clutter. Here are the seven lies that we are believing and telling ourselves. Number one, I will use it someday. Number two, I will repair it someday. Number three, I may need it someday, so I need to keep it just in case. Number four, I need it to preserve the memory. Number five, this is worth Fill in the dollar amount. Number six, I just need to get more bins, containers, or organizational tools. And line number seven, decluttering this will take too much time. I hope this episode blessed you. If so, please share it with a friend and feel free to join my free Facebook group at tinyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm. Next week, we'll be talking with Jennifer Mackie Mary from Everyday Style and the Everyday Style School podcast about finding your style, being put together and avoiding decluttering regret when it comes to our clothing. I'll see you next week. Bye for now. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed, in fact. But 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. An Apple podcast, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.